content warning. Oh yeah. Yes. Hi. Um, this episode is going to talk about so fucking much. Um, basically, just a general content warning for like abuse, um, specifically like grooming of young people um, to be in like abusive relationships. Um, I'm trying to think what else. And um, right now, it's looking like it's going to take a majority of the time, probably yeah. the entire episode, which I think is fine. But if that isn't your thing, um, yeah, maybe wait till next week and we can talk about butterflies and rainbows. Yeah, and- we'll talk about good things in the world, you know. Yeah. Um. Hopefully, in this episode, we'll get to talk about a couple of good things. Um. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um. But this- Mel is prepared. Yeah, I came. I'm gonna come for Onision's throat. Um, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen pages of um, research, <laughs> and this is basically just a timeline of all the bullshit he's done his entire career because he's a narcissist and posts literally everything online. Like when I was doing this research, I was like looking. I don't know if you can hear the wind outside my house. It's fucking um, I nuts. think it's fine. Okay. Um, but yeah, basically, like, I used, um, what did I end up, I made a tiny URL for it because, like, that'd be the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this, there are a lot of people, obviously, on the internet who are, like, you know, ready to come for this man's throat. Um, so I used one of the, the main resources. Um, I think it was, like, called the Onion Critic Resources. Um, basically... If you go to tinyurl.com forward slash onion resource, you'll get basically everything, all the research that I um, I used in, in talking about this. Um, but before we get into that, I did just want to say that a lot of our Oscar predictions ended up being correct. What? And yes. Oh, wow. Thank you. Not, not like, you know, like the ones like actors and stuff, because... Mm-hmm whatever but like we're part of the bog hive now uh-huh. um we should be yeah. okay all right the effects of kombucha <laughs> oh yeah the effects of kombucha there's so much so much okay um, i don't even know what to open that's onision stuff <laughs> um but i just wanted to say because i have like this really smooth transition that i'm gonna put in um but like for the Oscars, just real quick, mm-hmm. I wanted to quick talk about performative wokeness before we get into mm-hmm. Mr. Performative Wokeness himself, Onision. Um, basically, at the Oscars, like, first of all, the fact that Taika Waititi and um, Bong Joon Ho like won things is amazing and revolutionary, and just we have to stand, even though the Oscars are fucked up. Um, but, like, I just found it interesting that everyone was really quick to come to the defense of white women, like Greta Gerwig. Mm-hmm. Um, when it was like, I get it, but also, why do we have to, like, yeah. uplift white women and push down men of color? Well, that's the thing. That's, like, a continuous and consistent thing mm-hmm. among, like, the white feminist movement that, you know, if they're not being uplifted, then, like, suddenly women of color can't get mm-hmm. up to that level like we don't need or like creatives of color don't need you know white women to succeed before them mm-hmm. though that's often the truth in my mm-hmm. like in what history has shown like white men white women are so used to being the standard mm. but still oppressed you know yeah 
they like, live in a, in a weird space. Yeah, it's like... It's maybe, we'll, maybe we'll invite a white woman to come talk about it sometime. <laughs> anyway. <Right. laughs> um, but I also wanted to mention um, one of the favorite... Not the favorite. One of the most interesting things I saw... Um, out of the Oscars right before we get into this whole performative woke thing was mm-hmm. that um, Miss Natalie Portman is that who it was? It's gonna be uh, yeah. um, she wore the cape with all the female directors mm-hmm. um, meanwhile she's worked with two female directors her entire acting career <laughs> um, so interesting Miss Natalie um, okay anyways speaking of performative woke um, yeah we're gonna get into to Onision um mm-hmm. So basically, like I, like we kind of mentioned or at the beginning of this episode, like trigger warning for like talking about child predators, abuse, just so much fucking bullshit. Like truly just be be ready for me to throw out like punches that you are not expecting. Um, mm-hmm. because this is truly buck wild. Um I this is just my overall review of everything. Um, my overview, if you will. And for the most part, I will be like ad libbing, like gross, annoying. Like, ew. Like, um, those yeah. are my words. So I'm we're sorry g- if that annoys you. We're going to get Ali's live review of my Onision paper. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I think genuinely that, first of all, Onision is a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he, um, like, he. I don't even know how to put this into the right words. He ex- is experiencing currently what I like to call the Ted Bundy effect, which mm-hmm. is the only reason people still like give a shit about him is because he is a conventionally attractive white man. What does it like mean that. to be attractive? Because like, I don't yeah. think he's attractive. I don't think he's attractive either, but people find he find him attractive. Um, <laughs> even though he's, like his personality or just um a, a combination of like when he rose to popularity, like the whole like skinny white emo boy thing was very mm-hmm. popular and so he really profited off of that um and yeah. he is just a really a clout chaser um okay. but yeah um but like i was saying basically if if onision was not a white man he would be in jail mm-hmm. um straight up and yeah so also i just want to side note shout out to chris hansen and the fbi <laughs> i never <laughs> thought i'd say it but the fbi <laughs> time for you to do your damn job um here are some um, resources for survivors of domestic abuse um if you just need someone to talk to ever um 1-800-799-7233 um and then the hotline.org at least in the united states um but yeah so i don't think anyone is ready if you're not sitting down i implore you sit down get a drink we're about to get into it also i'm sick so i'm so sorry in advance um I'm just like I've got a runny nose. I was really aware, afraid that I was going to have a sore throat for this, but we're fine. <clears throat> nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, they persisted. In 1985, Greg um, is born. Gregory James Daniel. Um, Greg is Onision. I'm going to um, switch between calling him an Onision and Greg. Um, also, I just want to make this clear at the beginning of everything. Um, Greg's current husband is a trans man and I'm going to refer to him with male pronouns and by his preferred name now the entire time even though um, he was going by different names um, prior um, and there is a period of time where he did um, like use different pronouns um, than the ones that he currently uses but I just I was thinking about like (laughs) I was just thinking about 
don't know. Even though Kai is a shitty, shitty person and I truly despise him, I'm not going to misgender him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Kai is Greg's husband, um, and he is born in 1994, um, meaning that they have a nine-year age gap. Um, in 1997, um, Greg starts his um, little cult called uh, Siseska. Um, and yeah, you heard me right, a fucking cult. Um, he doesn't call it a cult, he calls it a religion, but all religions are inherently cults, um, which might be a little controversial, but that is like, by definition, that is how religions work. They are, a, a, you have a cult following in a religion, you know? Um, and not all cults are bad. But I'm just saying, this some bullshit. Um, yeah, you can, once again, on the, um, the resource I provided at the beginning of this um, as my, like, source, uh, you, there are links to the page that has been taken down. But because everything you post on the internet is permanent forever, people have found ways to um, reaccess the, the website. Um, but yeah. This is wild. <laughs> yeah. So he has this cult called Siseska, and in, he... He, like, creates the idea in 1997. It's not until 2003 that he makes the website. But um, this Sasuke cult is basically narcissism, is what he's saying. Um, You should follow. Um, The quote that I really took from the website, because I read the entire website, was, in Sasuke, reliance on self is essential. Which, like, I don't know. As... As someone who, like, considers themselves in, like, the social justice community, (laughs) I'm an SJW, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, I just think that that's very imperial of him, of course, and just, like, I don't know, nasty white man energy uh, about that. I'm like, okay, Mr. Ralph Waldo Emerson looking ass. Um, Anyways. (laughs) In 2003. Yeah. In 2003, like I said, he makes a website for it. And then he goes and posts on this forum that's, like, a bunch of um, folks of different religions talking about religion. He's like, oh, I just found this website for this religion. What do you guys think about it? And he's posting as himself. And he's pretending like it's not his own idea that he created. And a bunch of people are like, what the fuck? Like, I'm Catholic. I'm Muslim. Like, I don't give a shit about what the fuck you're talking about. Um, So, you know, cute. (laughs) But yeah, just keep that in mind. He was... He was making cult shit up um, at like, oh god, how old was he? Like 12? Oh, that's so gross. Um, and then he's like a more of a teenager um, when the website's made. But anyways. Um, so gross. Yeah. In 2004, Greg also creates a rape prevention website. Um, and it, it's literally exactly what you think it is. It's disgusting and just terrible. Um he does say so he he makes one point which is to say that like um rape is about power but like i don't know i'm i just am so disgusted by him that i'm like okay dude like rape is about power but you need to shut the fuck up and just go to therapy that's Um, so random of him to just he has unless there's something like mm -hmm, going on he has, like, I don't know, he has a weird fixation on, like, wanting to be a savior, you know? Um, and once again, I think it's the narcissism. But yeah. Um, so yeah. In 2005, he graduates high school and he joins the Air Force. Um, he then also gets engaged to his high school girlfriend, Sky. Um, 
and it's just so he can be with her while he's in the Air Force, like she can come with him as he, when he serves in the Air Force. Um, and then in that same year, he also um, drops out of like the, oh, sorry, my dog. <laughs> um, he drops out of SRE school, which is, or S-E-R-E school, which is like basically like a survival training school um, because basically in that they wanted him to kill an animal because it's basically like survival school and they wanted him to kill like a rabbit or something and um he was like i'm a conscientious conscientious objector i'm not gonna kill something um (laughs) and it's like dude you did join the military like what do you think what like there's a whole conversation to be had about the military and why certain folks join the military um which I think, I don't know, I'm not equipped to have that conversation. I really suggest, like, checking out the Bitter Brown Femmes podcast. Um, they had a really good episode about that. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. Um, to be fair, though, he did grow up as a Seventh-day Adventist, which they're usually vegetarian. And so, like, I understand where he came from in that. But also, once again, he did sign up for the military. So, like, during his five years of marriage with Skye, um, his first wife, he demands that she keep her hair short. Um, she He forces her to quit her full-time job and isolates her from her friends and family. Like, when they were first dating in, like, high school, um, Skye had a younger sis- has a younger sister, Alicia, um, and Greg has just always been very creepy to her um, throughout the 20 years of information, oh, 20 plus years of information I have on him. He's constantly emailing her and being like, we should collaborate and do this video or whatever and da 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 da. And like, she clearly does not want to be a part of his life at all. Once again, if you have the emotional energy, go check out um, tinyurl.com. Uh, dot com forward slash onion resources that's our resource um because it just has all the information in 2006 he creates his youtube channel um called onision uh guess what the name onision means ali um well i am reading this (laughs) and it means okay my latin (laughs) that's my male impression okay the name comes from Oni, meaning one, and mm-hmm. Sion, or Sion, whatever, mm-hmm. meaning divine community. All together reads as one divine community. That yeah. is gross. It's so <laughs> just, oof. Um, and then also on his blog um, that, you know, all these people that are going to his YouTube channel are seeing, um, he notes uh, Saseska, his cult, um, as his prof- professional beliefs, um, or professional personal beliefs, um, and later deletes it all. Um, in 2007, um, he leaves the U.S. military by applying for conscientious objector status, like I was saying. Um, you can find the, like, form itself. It's online. Um, let me see. Oh, also, um, I just wanted to note this because I was looking at um, the website, um, or his old website, and all his, in- like, old shit that he posted about on the internet because he's a fucking narcissist. Um, he talks about as a kid, he fell on his head a lot. Um, and that, to me, as someone who's, like, really, um, like, in the true crime community, I'm gonna say really in the true crime community, but, like, actively follows, like, true crime, like, podcasts, and just in general is interested in true crime, that's a sign of, like, some serial killer shit. That's all I'm gonna say uh, on that. (laughs) Anyways, um, in 2009, Shane Dawson and Onision first collaborate. This is kind of what starts to um, draw attention to Onision's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 2010, he uploads I'm a Banana, 
um, (laughs) Um, which goes viral and becomes one of, um, and he, his channel becomes one of the top 100 most subscribed YouTube channels. So he's blown up, you know, essentially. Side note, um, I'm a banana. When I was in, I was um, briefly hospitalized while I was in high school um, for, you know, whatever I'm not going to go into it, but every morning the nurses would come and like play music to us to wake us up. And I do distinctly remember hearing I'm a banana, even though it was 2016. <laughs> but at this point, Greg is still married to Sky. but um, Shiloh enters the picture um, and she is uh, 17 years old and he is 25. She's also a Canadian I guess singer is the the best way to describe her a musician that's better she like having her like Avril Lavigne moment like she had like a good like following on YouTube and on the internet um she was really like a promising young artist and then she meets Onision and everything gets fucked up um but yeah she's 17 Greg is 25 she emails him um like just basically as a fan and be is like I just want some relationship advice um and like you seem like a trustworthy person that kind of stuff and they begin this, like, f- what seems like a friendship at first, but then Greg starts Skyping her for, you know, t- eight to ten hours a day. Um, oh. Yeah. Also, this year, Greg asks for a divorce from Sky, claiming that he never really loved her and just didn't want to be alone. He also, um, you know, because he has basically, you know, he's abused Sky financially, emotionally, psychologically. Um, throughout this whole entire time, um, he forces her to sign this handwritten um, divorce agreement that isn't notarized, so it gets thrown away in court later. Um, but like, he makes her sign it over like in extreme emotional duress, um, and it's basically saying like, you know, I sign away like basically everything, um, and it's really fucked up. But that's neither here nor there. Right after he like does this with Sky. He um meets up with Shiloh in Pennsylvania. Um mind you, he chooses Pennsylvania even though Shiloh is Canadian and he I believe at the time is living in Washington. Um because in Pennsylvania, she is considered um a legal adult, a consenting yeah. adult. They meet at a hotel in Pennsylvania. Um and the first thing he says to her and Shiloh says this in an interview with Chris Chris Hansen, I believe. Um, the first thing he said to her in person to her face was, I can't wait to get you pregnant. <laughs> um, so, yeah. All uncomfortable. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, doing? All right. Basically, um, Shiloh's mom being, you know, a mom and a person who is aware of the fucked upness of all of, like, this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um Shiloh's mom, who's in Canada, calls the hotel that they're staying at in Pennsylvania and um, is basically like, my child is here with some random man. Um, And so the hotel calls the police um, and they call the police because Greg brought a bunch of cameras with him because he was a YouTuber, but they assumed that he was filming child pornography. Um, And so, yeah, the police come. Shiloh is um, like, has to go back to Canada and Greg has to leave. Um, I said Greg follows. I'm not sure if he ended up going to can- following her to Canada. I know at some point they do live in Canada together. But anyways, Shiloh has a falling out with her mother because of this. And unfortunately, that's just like, you know, a symptom of being abused. It's like you f- you push away these people who 
uh, even though they might be trying to help you, you're so enamored by this personality, by this person that you're blinded to it. Um, but yeah. So during their relationship, Greg controls what she wears, who she's allowed to contact, what she's allowed to eat, um, and tells her she isn't allowed to wear makeup. Shiloh and Greg are supposed to get matching tattoos um, Shiloh of, of like each other's names. Shiloh gets Greg's name tattooed on her back, but Greg just instead gets tattooed Remember Love on his wrist. Yeah, um, in 2011, Shiloh turns 18, so they're able to go back into the U.S. together. Um, and in 2011, Shiloh suffers a grand mal seizure in the shower from stress, um, and Greg fucking films it. Yeah, instead of calling, like, you know, for emergency services, he films her, and she, in the, having this seizure, loses three years of her memory. It's fucked up. He films it and then posts it on YouTube um, in a sh- video called Shiloh Forget- Forgot Me. Greg also forces Shiloh to shave her head, and then later in 2011, they break up for the first time, um, and Shiloh uh, threatens to um, commit suicide, um, and she is hospitalized and brought back to Canada. Then Greg uploads a video called Shiloh Threatened Me. Um, And yeah, it's just so fucked up. At the same time, Greg has to start paying alimony to his first wife. um, And he constantly bitches about having to pay alimony, even though that's what you have to do. Your actions have consequences, you stupid motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Also in 2011, Kai, um, Onision's current husband, starts tweeting at Greg daily, um, and he is 16 at that time. Oof! Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a brief period where Greg dates this woman named Adrian, um, but then um, Greg and Shiloh get back together, and then they get en- um, engaged, and then... Um, a whole flurry of shit happens. Greg makes a video where he claims to ha- my, um, the possibility of him having STDs because of the woman that he briefly dated. Um, but he doesn't. He's just lying and being a shithead and, you know, like, cyberbullying this woman. This year is also when Kai and Greg have their first interaction on Twitter. Um, it's something small, but it's still, like, the seed is being planted, you know? Yeah. So at this point, um, in 2011... Greg and Shiloh um, announced that they're expecting their first child, um, but Shiloh then miscarries. Um, She goes back to Canada to get treatment for this, um, and there her mom hides her passport so she cannot physically go back to the United States to go to Greg. Um, And it's at this point that Shiloh finally starts to begin her recovery from this abuse um, from Onision. So then we get into 2012. Um, there's a whole bunch of bullshit that happens. Greg gets uninvited to VidCon. Um, Shiloh and Greg officially, quote-unquote, break up. And this is according to Greg. I think it was long over before that. Um, he also claims that Shiloh cheated on him, which, as much as that may or may not be true, still, fuck you, dude. Um, and so at this point, also, not even, like, a week after Onision announces this breakup with Shiloh, that he begins DMing his... Um, current husband Kai Um, and yeah in February they begin secretly dating Kai is 17 and Greg is 26 Um, and also Greg consulted a lawyer to make sure that everything was legal Um, (laughs) which I'm sorry if you have to like this is something I knew that I was gonna have to address at some point in this like I totally get like age gaps in relationships but not when you're this young yeah like 
my parents had a 13 year age gap between them but it was also like my they met when my dad was in his 40s and my mom was in her her, like 30s Mm -hmm. right um and like that is normal but when you're when you're dating a 17 year old when you're almost 30 no like I could not imagine myself in a relationship with like an 18 year old and I'm only 19 and like I don't know it's fucked up I guess it's all about perspective not the like that big of Mm -hmm. a but definitely like yeah that's just weird it's what a weirdo if you have to consult a lawyer to see if your relationship is legal you should not be pursuing that relationship (laughs) like i don't know who needs to hear that but what the fuck by march so this is about a month of talking they're engaged secretly um and greg rents a house in new mexico where kai is living with his family um so he can have better access to kai um yeah um, in 2012, Greg also makes a video called Alimony versus Slavery. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. Um, where he basically like equates the two. Um, which is not how that works, dude. Um, Greg just is so not intelligent. He pretends like he has this big boy galaxy brain and he's truly just an asshole who wants to defend everything he does and act like he is above all um, wrongdoing. It's also at this time that he changes his uh, name to Gregory James Abero. I truly don't know why he changes his name to this, um, but he does. And so this is why Onision has so many fucking aliases. Um, but yeah. Um, so basically in the fall of 2012, um, Greg and Kai move in together in New Mexico, um, but Kai's parents think that he's living in the dorms at the college he's attending, but he's actually living with Onision. So, you know. Yikes. So, in October, um, a literal week after Kai turns 18, they publicly announce their engagement, um, and by November, they are secretly married without uh, Kai's family knowing. In 2013, and this is where things get, like, fucked up, extra fucked up, everything's already fucked up um so you know for a while i was thinking especially when i was like early in my research i was like kai is like a fucking victim right because they were fucking groomed in the same way that all these other people are being groomed but i really concluded that kai is just as complicit is complicit as greg is in the the grooming of these young girls um because for the most part, it's Kai that's bringing these young girls into these relationships. Yeah. And like, I'm not, I'm not saying that Kai has not obviously suffered at the hands of Greg emotionally, psychologically, whatever. But I'm also saying that he's not innocent at all. Mm-hmm. And when the FBI do come for for Greg's throat, I hope they're also coming for Kai's throat. Yeah. Um, Don't yeah. they have a kid together? They have two kids. Oh, that's gross. And I have information about that. Because in 2013, Greg uh, Greg and Kai announced their pregnancy with their first child. Also, this same year, Kai starts messaging a 14-year-old named Regina on Skype. Um, at one point, um, like they start, like, you know, Skype calling back and forth to each other. And Kai is, like, 18 or 19 at this point. Uh, Regina, they're 14. And at one point, Kai's just straight up topless on camera. Um, also in 2013, Greg starts his Hot versus Not series where he writes women's bodies on his YouTube channel. Um, 
and I think there's been enough like criticism about this for a lot of folks to know that like often these people were underage girls <laughs> um that he was you know raiding their bodies and yikes but yeah so in 2014 um Kai and Greg's first child is born um Greg makes a series of videos about his cult that he created um <laughs> yeah it took him this fucking long 10 years but that's neither here nor there um and yeah this is where the real this is where the real shit starts in 2014 um so kai begins talking to this um person named sarah who at the time is 14 years old in one of their first like early conversations they discuss greg's penis size um yeah um sheen okay (laughs) It's all right. Um, also, Regina, um, the person who Kai was talking to in 2013, um, Sarah and Kai start a group chat where they post thirst traps to each other. So basically, they're exchanging nudes in this group chat. Two of them are severely underage and one is like 19 or 18. Also, on Twitter, Kai announces that he's dating Regina, um, though many people think it's a joke on, on his Twitter because, you know, you would think that. Um, mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem to be a joke. <laughs> So, yeah. That's so gross. Yeah. In 2015, Kai also jokes um, on Twitter about sending Regina nudes, even though that is what is actually happening. And at the time, Regina is 17 and Kai is 20. (sighs) Yeah. Um, Also in 2015, Greg releases his first book, Stones to Abigail, which um, I did not read the book, but there's this great YouTuber. Her name is Strange Aeons, Eons, um, if you want to look it up, um, where she reviews the books. And this is what I basically got from her review. It's a nasty YA school shooter fantasy book, um, wherein, you know, it's like a self-insert character for um, Greg slash Anoisian to, like, play this heroic person who, like, stops a school shooting or whatever and has this Mm -hmm. tragic backstory and tragic girlfriend and everything so tragic. Also, there's, like, underage sex in the book, which, like, I don't understand that. Yeah, like, why would he, a 20-whatever year Yeah, he's, like, you know, almost 30 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, Kai jokes about grooming Sarah on Twitter, which he is doing at the time. <laughs> um, and yeah, Kai also at this point comes out as bi and genderqueer. Um, and Kai and Onision's marriage is opened up so Kai can, quote-unquote, explore their bisexuality, which I genuinely think is just, was just Greg wanting to fetishize um his partner and you know these young people that he was bringing into the relationship um but yeah anyways um yeah in 2015 kai also in conversation with sarah talks about kissing her once she's legal um yeah 2015 is also um when Onision's second book comes out, both of these are self-published. All of them, all of his books are self-published, by the way, because no one would fucking publish these books because they're just fucking disgusting. Um, but Greg's second book, This Is Why I Hate You, comes out, and it's basically military propaganda, um, but make it super creepy and fetishize lesbians. Um, I think a reoccurring theme in Greg's books is that they're very, like, um, you know, based on his life, and you can see... <laughs> what's happening in his life in the books you know um because in the in this book specifically there's like a relationship between um a person who's like the main character's um girlfriend and this other woman and this kind of starts beginning in his real life and it's just 
disgusting. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Kai comes out um, in 2015 um, as a girl and then non-binary. Um, just so everyone knows like the, the line of succession, basically. Um, he also begins talking to Billy, who is basically, I would say, one of the people who has like one of the longest relationships. Um, I think that's the one I'm like more familiar yeah. with. She had a, an interview with Chris Hansen that was like really mm-hmm. informative. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, he begin, uh, Kai begins talking to Billy and it's stated pretty clearly um, to Billy that this would be a relationship between Billy and Kai, not Billy, Kai, and Greg. But Billy visits Kai and Greg for the first time in 2015 um, and almost immediately Greg pressures Billy and Kai to kiss even though they had never done that before and then posts a picture of them kissing without their consent um yeah uh greg also at this point pressures billy to asking kai out um which she does billy at the time is 18 and kai is 21 greg is also 30 um and yeah and also a sexual relationship does begin between the three of them but i just once again i'm not we're not gonna put victim blame here like Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah in 2016 um there's gonna be like a lot of like people breaking up and then getting back together again um just because that's what happens when you're being abused um especially in like a romantic relationship um but yeah in 2016 kai and billy break up and kai also separates from greg um kai claims that billy cheated on him with greg um but things happen and greg and kai get back together and it is announced that kai is expecting their second child it's also in 2016 that Onision uploads his first episode, uh, episode video about Eugenia Cooney. Oof. Yeah. This is probably how most folks know about him um, mm-hmm. more like recently besides all this. Um, yeah. Guess how many uh, videos Onision to date has made about Eugenia Cooney? Probably close to 50. Yep. 59. Oh. Um, my mind. And how many times do you think he has said that he's going to stop making videos about her? None. Eight. Oh, okay. Um, but somehow, you know, 59 videos later, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is, yeah, in 2016. Um, in 2016, Billy is reintroduced into the relationship. Um, Kai begins talking to other minors slash people who are just on the cusp of, like, from 17 to 18. Um, it's also at this point that um, that really creepy forum that Onision had on his website where it's, like, he will review your body thing where you like submit pictures and he'll review your body. That's created in 2016. Um, yeah, more on and off again relationships. All right, and this is where shit starts to get buck wild because Sarah, I don't know if I've talked about Sarah I don't know yet. That's a good song. All right, um, Sarah is this um, person who. Fuck, how old is she in 2017? She's 17 in 2017. Sarah has been living with Kai and Greg. Um, and she's a minor. Um, and she's under the under their care as like their ward from the state. Um, mm-hmm. because she was living in Michigan, um, but was like she had a really bad home situation. And when she was talking to Kai, Kai was like, Well, you could live with us. Um, and so yeah, she lives with them. And it's just terrible. Um, but in 2017, Sarah leaves, but she will be back um, 
because once again, that's the cycle of abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, in 2017, it's also when um, Greg and Kai create their Patreons because of the YouTube adpocalypse. It's in 2017 that Greg also finishes paying his alimony off to Sky, so he mm-hmm. can finally stop bitching about it. <laughs> um, but he still is just so terrible. Um, and like, basically bullied has bullied every partner that he's broken up with off the internet until very recently where they've all come together kind of to, you know, take him down. So there's this fan um, who becomes one of their patrons named Beck, who um, is secretly brought to the house, the house where Kai and Onision are living, um, without Kai's knowledge to be a camera person, despite having no camera knowledge. Um, Yeah, red flag. Um, and Greg and Beck make a few YouTube videos, um, but Beck, in a statement, talks about how they were deeply uncomfortable with the intimacy forced in the videos. Yeah, in 2018, Greg's third novel, um, self-published novel, comes out, uh, Reaper's Creek, which is so bad. Once again, you can look up the book reviews for it. It has just a lot of underage sex and just, like, literally a god delusion written by him. Um. But yeah, um, it's also in 2018 where Greg admits to having a hentai addiction. Um, so, you know, great. I'm sorry, I'm talking this entire time and I'm so sorry that like you're just having to listen to like, all this Onision tea. No, I like it. Um, but we're, well, I don't like it, but, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. So in 2018, like I was saying, um, Kai and his friend Madison DeCambra, um go out this this one night and Madison leaves her young daughter with Onision um, in the house um, to babysit basically um, and Onision does refuses to change the child's diaper because he in a video claims like he didn't want to look at a child's genitals which like first of all you're your father so unless you've never changed a diaper you have seen children's genitals before and by saying that you're making it sexual Mm-hmm. like no one would have thought that unless you said that dude like the baby just gets terrible diaper rash because of this because she's left unchanged for hours um but yeah That's um so annoying yeah in 2018 kai also sends 17 year old sarah nudes and oh it's at this point that shiloh's manager um because Shiloh, you know, back in Canada is recovering. She's also trying to recover the music career that Greg basically killed. Mm-hmm. Um, her manager basically co- uh, contacts Onision and is like, listen, take off, take any video that's about Shiloh off your channel. Like, yeah. Like, this is not a formal cease and desist, but like, mm-hmm. do back off. Um, and Greg refuses. Um, and he also records the conversation and posts it to YouTube, which is a violation um, of a Washington law where you can't wiretap your, your conversations without, you know, prior mm-hmm. consent. But Onision knows nothing of consent. Sarah visits them again. Um, and Greg makes comments about Sarah and Kai, how, how Sarah and Kai would be cute together. He also has um, very explicit conversations, like sexual conversations about Kai with Sarah as soon as she turns 18. Um, it's also at this point, this is where the thing about kombucha that you saw on the, um, sources mm-hmm. kind of starts to come into play. Um, a neighbor files a complaint, um, with the county that Greg is, like, doing something to the wetlands that are on, 
uh, on the end of his property. Um, what he specifically, a neighbor files a complaint with the county that Greg is performing illicit work on protected wetland area, um, which becomes a whole problem. They are like told by the state, you need to fix this. This is bullshit, you know, etc. It's also in 2018 that Greg accuses Shane Dawson, who like they kind of had like this um, schism between the two of them, obviously, because Shane Dawson, as problematic as he is, is not, gonna, you know. Yeah, Stan a, a shithead like Onision. Um, so in 2018, Greg accuses Shane Dawson of being a child predator, um, oh. and makes a 50 minute documentary where uh, which he later deletes. Um, but you know, mm-hmm. so we love that performative woke king, a friend of Billy who visited um, like the household while Billy was living and with Kai and Greg, and when they were like having like this weird like triad, not weird, this triad couple thing. Um, a friend of Billy's live stream has a live stream and she um, discusses her concern um, that Sarah, who is that um, person who is now like 18 or 19, um, is being groomed by Onision and Kai. Um, Kai and Greg deny these claims in videos, um, though both of them contradict each other in the videos. Um, and Greg tells Sarah that she needs to make a video where she denies the allegations. And you can see there's, there's um, two videos that are really like, poignant there where it's like it's Sarah makes the the video that Greg wants and then you see like the full uncut version and she's like crying the entire time and is like I can't do this um in 2019 Kai and Greg changed their names to Kai and uh James Jackson Kai comes out as trans um Greg makes his 59th video about Eugenia Cooney um and it's also in 2019 that Sarah finally like cuts it all off and comes out and tells her story um, on a combination of Twitter and live streams. Um, many of the other survivors of Onision and Kai begin to tell their stories. And like I said, they all really are standing in solidarity together. Um, and it's really just like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say beautiful to see, but like, it's, it's refreshing to see like this group of people like being able to like heal and tell their stories with one another. Um, but yeah, there's also a bunch of people on YouTube have been calling Onision out on his shit since the beginning. Um, there's specifically one guy in particular. Um, I know his name is Daniel. His YouTube channel, I think, is Repsion. Um, and he makes a video basically like exposing and collecting all this information together called the Onision Files. Um, and it, this is also when Chris Hansen enters the picture. Um, oh. Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. <laughs> um, here's wind of all this shit. And he starts um live streaming with people like Repsion um and Onision survivors to be like whoa what the fuck is happening um mm-hmm. it's also at this point that the FBI gets involved um like investigating this and um Chris Hansen does invite Greg to come and be on this stream to defend himself but Greg refuses and says that the only way he would do it is if uh Chris Hansen paid him $350,000 <laughs> No, Which, he's that desperate for money. Yep, and it's also not how that works. You can't pay, no. get paid to defend yourself. Earlier, like in the beginning of this conversation, like I told you, like I think he suffers, like not suffers, he experiences the Ted Bundy effect, which I'll get into as we get into t- the the bullshit that happens in the late two thousand, in late two thousand nineteen slash twenty twenty. Um, in twenty nineteen, Rag Reynolds, who was a moderator on 
some of the Onision forums, um, makes a video and talks about how scummy the the forums were and how littered they were with like, um, like predators and just yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's at this point also Greg gets banned from Patreon for doxing Billy on Twitter. Um, and yeah, so now we're in 2020. And in 2020, it was, like, January 15th. I don't know. It was a very good day because I saw it all happen live. <laughs> um, Chris Hansen, um, his lawyer, and then his camera crew shows up to Greg's house, like, to his doorstep and straight up asks him for an interview. Because that's, like, that's what Chris Hansen does. He's a investigative journalism, and he's, like, really there for, like, gotcha reporting, which is problematic in a sense. But also, like, you know what? Fuck it. Like. It's 2020, bitch. We're coming for Onision's throat, you know? Um, so, yeah. Um, Greg calls the cops <laughs> because this happens, even though Chris is not breaking any laws. Um, and, yeah, the, the 911 call is on YouTube. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so this shit gets real. Um, Greg tries to sue Chris Hansen and Repsion for internet harassment or whatever, um, but he sues the wrong Chris Hansen. <laughs> Um, just some poor <laughs> random dude named Chris Hansen um, and then he ends up dropping the suit um, claiming that he's going to take for their legal action which we all know is just going to be some bullshit um, but yeah it's also during this time where he makes a bunch of videos where he's having like mental breakdowns a lot of memes were created from this um, but it's him clearly trying to um, like put make his stake for when the FBI finally comes for him to be like, oh, I was insane or I am insane, you know? Yeah. Um, and I've seen some of the stuff on his Twitter and a lot. Yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. Um, but it's all fake. Like, he even come, came out and say it, said it, it was fake because um, he tried to explain himself, but just dug himself in a further hole. Um, but that's basically all the info I have on Onision. Um it's fucking buck wild, and I'm sorry you had to sit in that journey with me. Um, but yeah, so thoughts, reactions? Um, I was following along on your tiny URL um, onion resource thingy, mm-hmm. and like just reading all the things that you didn't say mm-hmm. or have didn't mention. Like, wow. Yeah, I like, didn't want to wow. like make this like super triggering, so I didn't like involve like a. Uh, include a lot of like the sexual stuff um which that makes sense but also i was like i need to do something like i started coloring (laughs) to de-stress yourself i'm like i'm about to like it was just a lot but like i'm not super out of touch with everything Mm -hmm. i just i choose the things that i want to like endure Mm -hmm. and onision is just not one of them um, I don't know. His Twitter is enough to. I don't know the things I've seen on that thing, the bird app. Like, yeah, it's fake, but it's like at some point, some of this is too much. Yeah. yeah. No, I just I don't know. It was one of those things. I have such a weird, not a weird relationship with Onision, um, because one, I don't <laughs> fit his um age range. Which is to say, a minor, and I'm also not white or white passing, so I I'm really not his demographic. Um, it sucks that he has such, a, or he had, or he still does have such a major platform mm-hmm. when there's so many other creatives, like creatives of color, or like that deserve the mm-hmm. hype and aren't shit. Yeah, for sure. 
we have this conversation out off the podcast like where we do want to talk about black history month but also like we're not super like equipped to talk about it as non-black people um but yeah i still think it's important i think we both think it's important to address that black people really be the backbone of like society like culture and yeah they are the culture that we like every day utilize i don't know just like a lot of slang um i know recently it came out that a 14 year old is behind like the renegade Mm -hmm. dance but was not given credit because of nasty tiktokers from like the hype house Mm -hmm. or whatever Oh no! I it's some bullshit. It's all bullshit at the end of the day. Um, but sometimes, like, we just gotta sit to back. Think about that. Um. Oh, do you want a Jabuki update before we go? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, this one's the wildest. Um, I've seen a couple of recent things. I DM Jabuki. <laughs> oh my. No. <laughs> listen, I found out what that he um, he is also a college dropout, and so I was like, "Listen, buddy, I'd love some advice." He did not respond to me. <laughs> that oh, being said, maybe he will. Jabuki, if you're listening to this, to my my king, if you're listening to this, you're an icon. Every day, I think, wow, he really did that. Powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is there anything else you really want to talk about? I feel like you have not done a lot um... of talking this episode. No, it's fine. I I love not talking. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite hobbies. I just like listening. Oh. Um, oh my gosh, I'm exposing my vulnerable side. Um, I mean, I don't know. Onision was yeah. a lot. Um, I guess life updates. <laughs> the life update. Today's Valentine's oh, shit, Day. It is. How was that for you? Um, I don't know. Just a lot. Like, I'm a very... I don't know. I, I'm not going to... Okay, I'm not okay. going to Self-care for life. <laughs> I'm a self-care, self-love queen. Uh, we stand. Um, do you have a positive vibe for the week or just in general? Mm-hmm. Like, for the next week? I mean, week? just in... For what, it's up to you. What do you interpret it as? Um... Uh, Positive thoughts. I am on the caps waiting list. Ooh, okay. We're getting that therapy. I know. Like, I don't think I need it right now. But if I don't use it, Mm -hmm. then it's going to be a waste. And I'm going to be a mess. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. I feel like as as a structure, like, the idea of, like, therapy, especially in, like, higher education... Um, like because you have like limited sessions like you're forced Mm -hmm. to like schedule your mental health and that's fucked up and so I think it's good that you're like you're saying fuck that yeah I well at this institution you get eight Mm -hmm. but because of my position as a person (laughs) I get 12 (laughs) wow a flex a whole four more Uh, I know four and 12 would be enough until, like, the last day of school. Mm. Oh, like, listen. Sorry, that's how I count my weeks, and it stresses everyone out. No, I mean, I, so, I'm, since I'm not going to school, that doesn't stress me out at all. That was great to hear. 
Stop it! Oh my god. Um, what's your? Oh, oh, you started. Working. Oh yeah, I did start a job. I'm not. I'm not super excited about it. I'm hoping to get a better one. Um, but I, I decided. I didn't decide. I kind of just got back into journaling just a little bit more lately Mm -hmm. um and that like let me reflect a little bit about what my goals are for 2020 and what I want and I realized that it's not that I super want to but I know I need to like get my license and get a car um and yeah so that's drive to California (laughs) maybe just maybe I might um, my goal is to have a get a car by by May, so that's mm-hmm. that might happen. So, yeah, I know it is so soon. I February has gone by so fast, but also so slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if we have an extra day, <laughs> Ooh, an extra day. <laughs> Growing up for summer. Okay, so I have uh, an older half brother and an older half sister. Um, I usually just call them my brother and sister, but. Some people are real extra about that. Um, But yeah, growing up, my sister, I know her birthday is in February, but growing up, I for some reason always thought it was on February 29th. So when people were like, February 29th isn't a real day, I'd be like, so my sister wasn't born? (laughs) What the fuck? But you know. Like, do they celebrate it a day before? Oh, see, I don't think, here's the thing. I'm pretty sure she was actually born on, like, the 28th. <laughs> I don't think she was born on the 29th, but I was convinced as a kid. But those who do have, like, a birthday on the 29th, first of all, happy early yeah. birthday, but when do we celebrate? That's a good question. I feel like, I don't know. Like, are you technically, like, 10 years old or, like, <laughs> not 40? I don't know how that works. You're right. You're right. Let me see. How old is, how old is my sister? Me. Oh, she didn't put it on her Facebook, bastard. Oh, never mind. Aha, it is the 28th. I knew it. Fuck. Sorry. Shout out to my sister. She's turning. Oh my god. Oh my god. Stop it. She's going to turn 50 soon. I hate that. Okay, how soon? Like this Not year this soon? Year soon. Or... Okay. Like, I think she's got like no. five or so more years, but that's still. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay, but that's like <laughs> seeing that I'm only like about to be twenty, like that's buck wild mm-hmm. for me. You're a young I know. one. Hashtag baby life. Nothing I'm against sure. old people, but not to be ageist. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else we need to talk about? Address. Okay, this is my two things. Oh, I don't know if I just covered the speakers. Here's my two things that I, I did want to quick let everyone know. Um one the podcast is now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, mm-hmm. and Anchor. Um, so those are the three places or four places you can check that uh, the the show out there. Um, we also have a Instagram and Twitter. Um, I think that's really mm-hmm. it. I really can't think of anything else. I know it was a heavy, this was a heavy episode. Um, um, yeah, I guess tune in next week for um, a little bit of a lighter lighter load and what do you want to hear yeah what do you want to hear tell us please we love knowing what yeah not just sunshine yeah not just sunshine sunshine do always be be requesting things we love our loyal Uh, fans (laughs) 
Thank you, Sunshine. You are the bomb.com. But if I don't ever think that I'd ever say that to you in public. Sorry. All right. Well, (laughs) thank you for bonding. I'm reading the text. Bye, Sunshine. Goodbye, Sunshine. (laughs) Okay. Hello. Thanks for bonding with us. Oh, (laughs) whoopsies. Okay, bye.